pina coladas and getting caught in the rain well if you do it's time for escape because this is uh you know just the fun part of the week pahana you know what day it is so give in let's uh let's just relax on a sofa and take a peek at what's playing and uh you know what's good to say well um <laughs> i uh, i still haven't I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. I still haven't seen Black Adam. Like, I mean, the reviews are pouring in. It's like a 90% audience score. It keeps going south on the critic score, which I'm kind of glad, like, I pushed back another week because God only knows half of you out there that I know that are listening, you work way too hard, too, and we're probably all going to end up, like, you know, going to, like, the last day screening of it. But, like, I swear, I'm... I'm going to get to it maybe in the next, I don't know. You all know what happened with the Batman, right? So, but um, there's a lot that can be taken from it. There's there, from the audience reactions that we could still talk about for a little bit, though. Um, I will have to say that, like, I really want to continue this discussion on, like, the critics versus the fans. I really think it's a, how it's how it's given, how how it's, like, presented and then how it's expected to be digested uh i saw that there were a couple of verified reviewers that obviously didn't know the source material so i think that that, that's a huge gap for dc in general is that it has such a uh cult fandom that outside of its internal mechanism to advertise and audit itself there isn't enough on the you know, just the media making on its own outside of all of these weird hyperbolized pop culture pages now, which is just, eh, it's taking the, it's taking the good out of it. Like I just miss me a day where you could just pick up a game pro magazine on your way home from, you know, from school. And it just, it just said what it was, you know, or, you know, actually like times like this, I miss Siskel and Ebert, man. If we could just like, Get their heads in a jar, like, together for eternity, you know? That, that would be great. Uh, We need to bring more of that back. But I do have a Black Adam to review for you because uh, I fit in some time just because, like, most of these, like, if you've got a really well-built tune and you've been on a game like this for a while, I do from time to time play me an MMORPG and I needed some middle-of-the-night escape while stuff was rendering, so I went on for an hour and played on my main and two of my alts, and I gotta say, uh, Sins of the Black Adam on DC Universe Online, um, is it a reason to hop on and start playing today if you've never played before? Actually, a little bit, but quite frankly... Now, in general, is the time to get on it because there's so many episodes and there's so much that you can play on the free side with just your your two freebie characters that, like, yeah, you could get lost in it. So, like, if you guys like playing an MMO or, like, you haven't been on DCUO in a long time, worth it to check out because in this latest story, we're... We're following the Black Adam Club, but it's not it's not the Rock's Black Adam. So we're we're playing more of a actual like a 
post New 52, post Third Crisis, like Black Adam, DCUO style. So, um, uh, I think that like his his animation and Isis's, especially for like the title cards they use on the load screens, it kind of feels a little like if if like the Fleischer tunes had done Black Adam. So I kind of in that sense, I think it's kind of cool. Um, I think that the voice actress. I don't know if they just didn't give her enough direction or what it was. She just seemed kind of flat. Uh, I believe it's the same guy that was that's been Black Adam to date on DCUO. Um, the story story is a smart idea. I like the fact that like when you finally beat it once and you get to have it speed up on the solo mission, that it's all just narrated by Billy Batson much faster. Quite frankly. If you listen him, uh, Daybreak, guys, uh, you could have just gone with that for most of it. And I really think now would be the time to, like, go through, the like, the whole catalog and, like, either, A, try to, like, get it turned into animations like the old school DLCs and main story or or at least, like, just do the straight skip. So... Like you, because like it doesn't completely work. I don't know if that's like just glitches as we're rolling into it, but uh, functionality of that aside, the story's pretty good. So um, we're finally back on the Kandak map, which it's been a long time, and we've actually never really hard used it as a site for a for a DLC story. So like it's it's kind of like really like it it's really brought it back to life for me because i I, it's one of those maps that i constantly like i try to get some time on or you do the walk-in just because like there's no way that you're going to get anybody to even pug for it unless it's by accident because everybody's doing omnibus maybe if you're lucky but refreshing as it is um it's still kind of short so like i mean you can as well it's short in the sense that like since the it's the newest piece of content everybody's on the map every day so there's a really good chance you can do the public eight man which is really like at this point like it's i i felt like because i've got i mean i don't get it enough time to to top out but i will say that like i mean my main is is approaching 380 and nature healer and he could kind of like hold his own in in gorilla mode with like three other people on the map so i mean but that's also like i got some good relics but (laughs) but i think it's like it's one of those things that like they kind of toned it down a little bit because i think they're trying to reach a wider audience so we're probably gonna see more kids on again like watch us get some more of that roblox crowd but I'll take kids, especially if, like, the kids can get the game down, much better than, like, older neckbeard bastards that just, like, talk shit all the time. Um, so, that aside, the the base map, really easy to do. So, if you don't have a lot of time and you like an MMO that's, like, after you put in the hard work, you can just, like, idle it, like, once a week. Uh, it's only about... A, I'd say a 20 minute run for the map main map stuff if you're including the weeklies and then on the daily side it would be 10 because you don't have to do the weeklies for another week um, the solo uh, gets to be pretty fast I, I 
I think I'd probably start in the next two weeks on doing everything on elites just so I can get ahead on on knowing on knowing it by the time that everybody mainstreams playing elite and you're running <laughs> you're running pugs. But um with that, uh I'd say the the solo easy peasy, um lots of small little info blurbs to pick up on the way in that one. The alert is really just it takes time. It's a nice like medium burn. So once everybody's in the three eighties, it'll be pretty fast, I'd say. And like with the second that you're three eighty or higher, like just just go for it and like start smashing that elite. Um the two raids, um you can make them fast. I will say that is like after you've gotten the raids down and you've already explored the map and you're starting to just like pug the event, like you can unlike the alert and the solo, you do not have to engage all the ads. So feel free to just like fly, like put on a shield and fly your happy ass all the way to the bosses. And then like the little room where they drop like all the mega ads, you could just like go straight to those and let the ads catch up with you. And if you've got a good burn going with your team, shouldn't be a problem. Um, but the generic story, like Black Adam is tempted by Neron and uh, he asks for Isis and Neron splits Isis in two. And I'd say the like, you know, I mean, stories like this for Black Adam are interesting because you would think, oh, Black Adam now has to like fight his way to the underworld to get Isis's good half because that's like what you would think he's in love with. And then like we fight deadly Isis and like they make up. And of course, in true Black Adam fashion, it's like, you don't get him. Nobody gets him. Like, you'd be thinking, like, oh, that's the visage I'm after. But you have to understand, like, the mindset of Deadly Isis is the thing that sells to Black Adam. So it doesn't matter that she's a mummified corpse. He's still in love with her because she's a boss bitch. So uh, you fight your way through... Uh, uh, the rock, the, you go to the Rock of Eternity. There's a fight there. Black Alice shows up. You got the Shazamily in on it. New costumes for everybody, which is great. Uh, especially makes up for the fact that like this year's Halloween event costume was just more like pumpkin jack o' lantern shit. Um, which I mean, they looked cool, but like I don't run any like holiday tunes or anything like it's been a long time since I, I even used my Santa Claus outfit on there which I probably I probably will break out this year for my rage lantern yes but uh from the perspective of a predominantly healer class character um sons of black adam across the board shouldn't be too hard to heal even the most squishy of people uh, I will say that, like, once I get through the elites, we'll know, like, what's more required on the ends of uh, the tanks or, like, if there's any, like, real coordination, you know, lest we end up in a scenario like uh, um, <laughs> a Birds of Prey clock tower and where people just don't understand it for, like, a whole year until, like, all the puggies get it. But anyways... Um, that's my review on DCUO Sons of Black Adam. Check them out. Moving forward. We live in a fast. 
fast-paced world where many people are too busy to sit down and read books or news articles. But thanks to Newsly, you can now listen to the news you wish you had the time to read. By utilizing AI technology, a natural human voice reads you the news, helping you grasp the information faster and more efficiently. Newsly provides the latest news updates 24-7, letting you browse articles from topics you choose. It even has podcasts, including ours. And listeners of Rabbit Holes can get their first 30 days of premium for free, allowing you to enjoy an ad-free experience by using the special promo code in our episode description. So download Newsly today for free on iOS and Android or visit www.newsly.me so you can stay updated on the things that matter to you. We're also on a week two of the Vow season two. And this week, they just let Nancy Seltzman out of a cage. Well, not out of a cage. I mean, she's got an ankle bracelet and she's boohooing about all those first world problems she got now living in her mansion with an ankle bracelet. But uh, but the takeaway is you can see that it, it finally started to like click in her head. You understand now why she why she pled out and that she's getting that that there was a whole nother agenda that Keith Raniere had and that she didn't wake herself up to it soon enough and that she should have. And But then also, like, you get to understand, like, how much he broke her brain and other people's brains because then, like, she, like, lets it spill out in the beginning that, like, she was more mad at the women than at Keith. Like, how, how much of a, like, mastermind of manipulation do you have to be to convince someone to, like, not hate you for ruining their life. So then Ranieri does this to her, and then, you know, Vicente then comes on to say about, you know, as we get pieces of his uh, his deposition in the trial, his, uh, you know, talking uh, in court, and you could you could see how much it hurt him to like go over the threshold to be able to point out a Keith in court and be like, that's the dude who done did it. And he did all these terrible things and here's why. And this is my point of view on why he sucks. And he also committed these crimes against my friends. And so he, he really, um, he really made himself vulnerable, but it looks like he really, he really got through to a new point. And I think he found He found another level of strength in himself. So, Good on you in that, and just keeps on getting juicier. So, like, I really like if we're getting this tight, and then they're still like occasionally giving us new phone interview stuff from Keith to just layer over it. Like, he really doesn't do a good job of defending himself, but that's not his modus because he's very much like he wants to be martyred and deified constantly. So the only thing he can do is it's it's everybody's against me. So that's that's Keith's game. So it, it's it's very interesting to watch this unfold uh, now on HBO uh, as opposed to how it was a year ago, like just digesting it as headlines from like, you know, the news and whatever, like, that Frank report guy was covering on them, et cetera. But, oh, and then also like catching in on episodes of a little bit culty, which you guys should check that out and then support Sarah and Nippy. Those guys are amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, at, at this point 
in, in the season on the on the vow. I I mean it's I could for as much as they've already shown how far ahead in the trial, I really think they're just gonna go into this deep pocket dive and we're just gonna get so blurred in the psychological line that even we'll be like, Oh, we didn't give that guy a chance, but then they're gonna hammer us with that one last piece of evidence and they go, He is a piece of shit. Put him away for life. The end. You know, and then hopefully everyone happily lives ever after. All right. So now, the moment we've all been waiting for. The reason why I get out of bed once a week, quantum leap. Well, I mean, I get out of bed for a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of good hustle in my life to be proud and happy with. But um, the kid in me is just enjoying this show, uh, Quantum Leap. Uh, this last week, he leapt into, which was technically supposed to be the pilot and then went back to reshoots after they rearranged the season so uh lands in an earthquake and i could see why like it was chosen as a pilot i also could tell where like i'd, I'd have to say from the outside looking in at least 80 percent of what was shot uh on the leap was kept and that they probably only used a couple scenes in easily some just small tight ones uh to to bring it more to where it should sit in the chronology of the season. Um, I will say that like that whole piece with his mom and the opening up to Addison and sharing something that he never wanted to share with himself, but then like her whole falling in love with him more thing. I think this is going to be great because this is like, how do you, how do you turn these two from being an old couple. So like, let's just like turn the Sam and Al thing on its head. And then let's have to like, this is Sam and Al have to go on a date all over again, you know, but there is a level of respect and infatuation. So it's, it's really going to open itself up. I, um, I was really glad at how they integrated in the Leaper X stuff to keep that moving. I really think where magic is going is it's, it's going to, I think it's going to change a lot of things. I mean, they bring up the conversation of his Ben trying to get to the future. We find out that Leaper X is currently not a Leaper in the present, but they become a Leaper in the future. So is this paradox caused by itself? Did we run into him because we talked to him? Or did we talk to him because we run into him? Time travel can melt your brain. So don't let it. Um, so with that being said, are we going to start seeing inconsistencies in time? Are we going to maybe even visit paradoxes? Is it really just an attempt to go to the future, or is it a way to manifest it and result? Because maybe it's not about whether or not, like, it's actually led anymore as a way to just, like, travel and explore time and then, you know, give in to this fate order thing, or is it... The whole time we've been chasing this algorithm on the pretense that it's supposed to make a better world or change things for someone's upper hand. Are, are we watching a series of leaps that coincide with events in the OG show? I mean, I really, I, I, I'm going to have to say after tonight's episode, I'm really going to like, when I have extra time to myself in bed, I'm going to have to go over old episode notes and the new episodes. And we're going to have to like create like a, like a slingshot grid 
like how are we going to construct this model without knowing any real science and then just kind of like making it up galaxy quest style and kind of see like where these dates fit in and are they related to old episodes or are they like branching out from old episodes is it a ripple in time or is it a descendant or is it like all of those things from the the atlantis mission to going all the way back to the old west because i mean what happens if like that city was never supposed to exist so what if creating that city created a leaper town you know you never know it's it's limitless at this point, and it's and if you look at it from the lens of, yes, this is a continuance, but this is a season one. What is something that a season one will do in order to create a more episodic element so then we could backburner the Sam Beckett plot until it gets good enough to attract Bacula on to get us that Beckett plot? Well... Uh, as the next episode approaches, only time will tell. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, thanks for coming on the ride again. I will catch you with the Maui Weekly next time. And, uh, hey, you know, even if, uh, if you're if you're not in Maui or you just tune in for just these, maybe go check out those, those cool candidates that are running and see how you can join a conversation and or even just – Learn something. It's not all just about what's going on in Maui. It tells you how these these uh, positions are operated. So you could even learn how to, you know, how to be a mayor or how to be a senator just by listening to these guys explain the job. Uh, you know, anybody can take up those mantles. So and that's another thing to start thinking about in the the next year. I, you know, I'm not going to get into it too crazy because this I know this is the pop culture gab, but uh, we'll bring that up next time. Uh, in the meantime, be good to yourself. And uh, keep looking for a good distraction in a world that wants to drag you down. Because you know what? We got this. We got this. You got this. I know I got this. I know you got this. And we got this together. Mahalo. I'll catch you all on the flip side. Aloha.